Hey guys, it's Luke from the MLO Bros. Thanks for tuning in uh, on this podcast. We have Dr. Nina Rubino. Uh, he has been on our show three times. Uh, this is the first or second time he came on our show. Absolutely awesome. This is right in the middle of the COVID pandemic. He was giving us information on what to do, where to do, how to do it. Awesome, awesome source. He's a very laid back doctor. If you don't know Dr. Rubino, he's in Poland, Ohio. Make sure you check it out. Uh, again, Dr. Nino Rubino, enjoy the show. We're live. We're live. <laughs> and we are live. We put uh, Dr. Oh, Nino. Hold on, Isaac. Hold on. Hold on. Let's, let's just. Right. We don't really watch. There we go. All right. doctor's office. I mean, it makes sense. It does make sense, but, you know, we'd be like, or Dr. Rubino would be like, all right, get, get me. All right, we are live. Well, there we go. Well, we are live. I'm a little brothers. Isaac, how are you doing tonight, sir? I'm good. I'm a little tired tonight, but I'm good. We are waiting on Dr. Rubino. Um, this is what happens when you go to the doctor's office, so What's it the, is no surprise we were waiting for him here. What's the average uh, Poland Medical Center waiting time? Because I feel like we're getting it right now. That's a great – that is a great question. Write, somebody write that down. What's the average wait time at Poland <laughs> Medical Center? Because we're getting it right now. We're getting it right now. It's a lot. It's not a lot. Well, I can't say that because I whenever I go there, I, like, call, and they let me in right away, and I'm like – I'm like working my way in, and so I, I I I complain about it, but they do a good job there. Yeah, uh, he's texting me right now. I see the little bubble. I'm waiting. Is he having computer problems? We have 23 people. Thank you. Hold on, Nina's Doctor Rabina's coming. <laughs> Trying to get in my iPad and not working. You want? We can give stats about Poland Medical Center. How long's Poland Medical Center been there? Wait, hold on. Uh, we got, we got people. We're not going to bash on um, Polish Medical Center. It is one to two. Kathy Hogan, one to two hours. <laughs> wow, we are going to be here till 11 a.m. or 11 p.m. We're going to be here all night. It's a lot. You only book appointments in the a.m., that's all. I agree with that, Stephanie. We go. I guess give me your first oh, appointment. We're going to be um, here all night. Nino is having iPad problems. He's coming right now, he said. 
trying to get in my iPad and not working. You got a computer? Well, why did you email us the link in mess or you sent it in Messenger? Did you know that? Always, I always do. Do you email us? No, I email you. Oh, okay. I email you, not uh, not that. So, all right, we're waiting on Nino. Let's talk real fast while we're waiting on Nino Rubino. Isaac Schuster, MLO brother. Yeah. We got some big. First, first loan today. Took my first no, application. Look at this guy. Everybody. The Luke Schuster, I'm a tough guy uh, pose that he made me take. Yeah. Uh, Isaac, Isaac Schuster, Nationwide Mortgage, where we both work. Uh, he took his first loan. He got his license. Look at him. Nice little. Nice. Can I finance uh, a Fiero? What, what? Dave Dave said, can I finance a Fiero from you? Yes, you can, Dave. Can yes, you, you can. I will. Or call yeah, Isaac. Flash my NMLS number. Oh, wait. Yeah, NMLS number so we don't get oh, sued. Taken, photos taken by Carrie Munson. Carrie Munson. Follow her on uh Nice photo, Facebook. yep. Get your, uh, get your pictures done by Carrie. We went to the butler yesterday afternoon. It was beautiful. And Carrie makes you made me feel good. Like She's like, don't worry. Don't be nervous. And talk me through it. And it was really, like, I don't know. I was awkward, but she was great. She was great. Kathy Hogan says, great doctor. He's coming, everybody. He is logging in. <laughs> Um, Stephanie Eddie Seville said, uh, word of well, well worth the worth. Dude, I cut my grass today. Johnny DeFrank, uh, owns a lawn care company. He's mad at me still because he used to cut my grass and my wife said, stop being lazy. Johnny, Luke hurt his knee. So, uh, I actually cut it the other day for him. His mower isn't that good. It's not that you good. It looks flashy. Awesome. It looks flashy, it's awesome. but it's not that great. It's not good. Yeah, Neato! He's coming. What else can we talk about, Luke? Um, well, we talked about that. Um, we talked about our rates are low right now for mortgages. <laughs> Cindy said, why didn't you have Luke take the pictures? He could have used the drone. I've hung the drone up. <sighs> He's retired the, the cape. Maggie is wife goals. Yes, she is. She deserves a medal. <laughs> Um, so while we're waiting on Nino, um, obviously, for those of you who are watching, our our main topic tonight is going to be a lot of COVID. I mean, we have a medical professional on here. There are so many rumors going around. There are so many. You hear one thing one day. I, that's why we wanted to have Nino on. He's a super nice guy for those of you who don't know Nino. Um, and he's, like I said, he's a doctor at the Poland Medical Center. He knows what he's talking about. All my kids go to see him. Um and he's just very knowledgeable. Actually, all the guys over there are. Uh, the doctors are very good. The nurses are very good. Um, so, so yeah. So, so, so have your questions ready. Think about questions you've been wanting. We have a bunch written down. Where, Luke? Where is Poland Medical Center? Is that a Poland question? Medical Center is off of Klingen Road. It's Klingen and two twenty four behind like the pet place. There's the little uh, the Poland Veterinarian Clinic. Oh, okay. Back there. It sits in the back, and it's got two doctors' offices. Uh, and in the middle of it is the Poland uh, pharmacy, the Poland medical place. And Maggie used to work there, right? That's where Maggie used to work? She did. The oh, there he is. There he is. Hold on. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Mr. Romino. What's that? I was trying to use my iPad. I blocked up. That's okay. So, so we have...
Uh, I'd be lying if Isaac and I weren't saying it. We feel like we're waiting on the doctor in the waiting room right now. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're like, of course the, he's gonna, of course he's gonna wait. The ten minute wait. <laughs> is, is, is you were you were, were you in the were you in the back room eating the food from the uh, pharmaceutical sales reps while I waited in the wait room, waiting room? I actually, my niece called me. I was at I was at uh, Dairy Queen. Well, that's nice. a good excuse. That's a good excuse. See that? So, so Nino, you actually already have a bunch of fans on here that were commenting uh, while you were while we were waiting on you. Um, that's after Ladies we got. Yeah, Stephanie Eddy. Uh, oh yeah. Said he's worth the wait. And Kathy Hogan said, Great doctor. Thank you. And then you had some people picking on me and Isaac. And away you go. So, I, I mean, let's talk here a little bit, Nino, to give everybody a background. We, we're, we're, we're going live. Oh, Isaac, we need to share this thing. Did you share this? Oh, no, I didn't yet. I will. Right. I can do that. Go ahead and share that, and I'll talk to Nino a little bit. So, yeah. So, oh, captions are covering. Dr. Nino. Okay, hold on. Let's get rid of it. What captions? Maybe maybe the comment. Kathy? Kathy? All right, sorry. Let me fix this up here. Sorry, Nino, this is a very professional thing, by the way. <laughs> Nino, I don't think we've ever met before either. Maybe. Uh, have you never met uh, Isaac? I didn't. Nice to, we'll meet nice to kind of sort of meet you through the computer. but yeah, right. This is my little brother. Um, okay, best doctor, hands down. All right, so hopefully we got that fixed. Um so, so Nino, tell us about like I actually don't know this. I was talking. I, I feel like I've known you forever at this point. But um, where where did you go to school? Where are you from? Let's start at high school, hometown, and go through college and give us your background. Yeah, grew up in Struthers, good old Struthers. Uh, went to high school in Struthers, graduated from there in '94. Went to YSU. I went to YSU after that. Um, then I went to Wright State. Went to Wright State in Dayton for med school. And uh, decided to come back. So I came back to my residency at Sadie. Oh. Um, you know, practicing in town. You got to meet everybody and kind of start the roots. Uh, so, yeah. And, and did you go right after your residency? Did you go to right to Poland Medical Center? I did. You know, um, my parents live next door to Walt Passarella. Wow. So I got to meet Walt when I was in college. And I worked at the medicine place for a little bit. So I got to meet those guys. And then luckily they were looking for someone when I was looking. Kind of yeah. worked out perfect. So wow, they, they knew they awesome. would need somebody. So basically they were they we had talked. And by the time that I had finished, they were needing someone. So by the last couple of years, I kind of knew where I was doing, where I was going. So that played a big part in me coming back, doing residency at St. E's and, and all that stuff. That's fantastic. So, so yeah, to, to grow up in Struthers, work in Poland. I mean, that's like, that's, that's like me. I went to school at South Range work and live in Poland, you know, it's just all kind of the same little young sign area. I, I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. Right. It's um, fun coming back. You know, you know everybody in town. So yeah, did you, people, nice I, I always wanted to, so as a new doctor, you go into a medical place and we were talking before you got on that you have the, the guys on the left, which is like uh, Dr. Black and uh, who else is over there? Uh, O'Brien Gugliotti. O'Brien Gugliotti. And then you have over on the right hand side, you have you, Walt, Oh uh, boy, help me! You Walt, Durant, Durant and Naples. And, Naples. Yeah. and so you came in as the new guy then, right? And right. Uh, how do you get? I mean, is it mostly just people you know? Or was it referrals? Like, how do you start getting as a doctor? How do you start getting? How do you getting patients? Are you like standing around for the first couple months waiting? Or you already the place Sudoku in the uh, and Tetris in the uh, uh, kitchen. 
Did you really? <laughs> I got to everybody from the pharmacy real good. That's why Maggie and I became friends. She would be working at the pharmacy. <laughs> you just hang out at the pharmacy. And uh, Bonnie, you know. So yeah. I'd be sitting there playing my Sudoku and Tetris. And they'd be like, oh, you got a patient. I'd run back and see him. But uh, no, it's just nice. So typically, just to start up, you don't just put up your shingle and go. So, uh, you know, it's the, the hospital will, you know, sign a contract with you. Say, okay, I'm going to you know, admit, admit people to your hospital, use your hospital for four years. So they kind of give you a salary and give you time to build up. You know, that's kind of paid back through, you know, over four years. Um, so you like, you, you start for two years, you get a little bit of help. And then once you, you know, build your practice up enough over two years and the next four years, you're obligated to stay there through the, um, oh, wow. in your patients. I, the hospital. I didn't so know. It's kind of a, a way to get you started. And then, so wow. as far as patients, you know, some patients when I was a resident followed me, just a yeah. handful. And then, you know, obviously those guys being busy and being a big practice helped out a lot. A lot of people that, you know, had family members there would be looking for a new doctor and they would call and they'd offer them to me. And then being from town, a lot of people I knew came. Right. It takes a while. You know, usually by by two years, you're kind of busy. And then it usually takes about three to five. Hmm. Are, are, you, are, are, you, are you busy? Are you busy now, Nino? <laughs> <I'm busy>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been here about this is uh, so I started practice in 06. Yeah. Wow. Oh, so, six. Yeah, oh, so. we, well, well, like and we were talking, I know I, we might, we probably, because we're good friends, I probably use uh, Dr. Rubino a little bit more. Like it'll be like a text <laughs> message. Like, Hey, uh, Lucas, Lucas just fell out the window. Is he, what should I do? You know what I mean? Like stuff like that. Like he's never fallen out the window, right. but just an example. Yeah. Uh, and when I actually called Nino to ask him to be on our show, uh, I said, Hey, Nino, there's actually, this is the first time I think I've ever called you and no one is sick, injured, or dying right, right. now. Yeah. I was like, I actually have something cool to tell you. So, um, I mean, I mean um, we're going to we're gonna get, I, I don't even want to open the floodgates, but I already see it. So before we do that, let's uh, let's go through these comments real fast. And then we're going to, Isaac, I know you got a bunch of questions for him. Yeah, uh, I got Our questions. dad is already starting on here. He's been waiting yeah, for this all going. day. Oh, man. Um, all right, we got. Uh, Hi, Sonny. Sonny Russo, my favorite, yeah. my favorite besides Dr. Russo. We got Holly Kohler saying go Wildcats. Uh, we're going to save Pop's question. We'll stop. We'll, we'll start the barrage of seat uh, of yeah, uh, COVID questions in a bit. Yeah, it's just going to, uh, I'm sure it's going to be, we're going to have to pick and choose. Janine Malo. And let's see here. Okay. My, my, my dad who used to, or our dad, I say my dad, our dad, and he wasn't very good at play at playing. I think he's talking about Sudoku and you playing uh, playing Sudoku. Our I father, wasn't very our dad, good at that's right. <laughs> that's that's our dad uh, Isaac and our father. He is a was a pharmacist. Um, better at Tetris for sure. <laughs> there you go. So so let let's let's talk a little bit about COVID. I, I um obviously a huge factor, obviously a huge problem. Um, you know, a big issue, and, and I think it goes much deeper, which is what I think we're going to get into is. COVID is just, you hear one thing one second, you hear another the next, and then you hear another thing. And it's like, I can see why there's such a rubber band reaction, right? You have people protesting because they're hearing different things. I mean, what, I mean, do we just open it up questions? Isaac, what do you, you got a question first, man? I'm talking a lot tonight. What do you got? Um, Well, I guess you could start with like, um, like in the beginning, in January or December, when you heard about it in China, what were your thoughts? Did you think it was going to come here? 
Did you or did you know right away? Oh my gosh, it's going to hit us like, and it's going to be a big deal. Right away, it's going to be a huge pandemic and shut down. Yeah, you'd never expect that. Yeah, you you see it and you're like, okay, this is this is starting to get some wheels, you know, starting to spread. China's starting to get get really inundated. So then, when once China gets that inundated, then your mind starts rolling. Like, okay, if this is big in China, yeah, and how how are we not going to get it here without the way people travel? You know, Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. so. You know, at the beginning, at first you're joking around about, it. okay, all right, you know, it's all the talk about this coronavirus. And then all of a sudden you see it grow and you see all these people dying in China and then you start getting a little more serious about it, you know. And then, you know, I, I, I'll say even probably mid to later part of January, I started thinking like I better get some masks. I better, yeah. I better see if I can secure some gloves. And we did. So we did that, which was probably a good idea. Um, mm-hmm. And just in case, you know, one of those things, just in case. And then sure enough, you know, once it started hitting the United States and spreading, you, you knew it was going to be the real deal. And that kind of leads into my next question, which was going to be, so you guys were able to get out in front of it and have it, all the supplies and everything you needed. I wouldn't say uh, all um, supplies, you know, we got, oh, yeah. you know, luckily you, we have a big enough practice to where, you know, a lot of people were generous. A lot of, you know, some contractors came and said, Hey, we have some masks. We dropped them off. Um, you know, and then you start looking around places. I got some stuff on Amazon, you know, so you don't expect to have to do that. Mino, good segue. Good segue real right. fast. Luke real real fast. Um, Mino took advantage, and this is a total work plug right here, and I hate doing it on our, on our show. <laughs> Isaac and I are loan officers at Nationwide Mortgage, and our bank is uh, providing masks, thermometers, hand sanitizers to first responders and hospitals. If you are a first responder. If you are a hospital, I mean, message me or Isaac or the yeah. MLO brothers. Uh, Nino, your order is in the mail. Uh, Nino right. ordered for the for the practice over there. It's coming. And, you know, we'd love to help you guys out. I'll, Isaac or I will personally drop them off. So yeah. there, okay, there's, there's our free work plug, Nino. Sorry, that was like that a was perfect great. segment. Yeah, I, the people at, in New York, because our, our home base is in New York. Now, our office is going to be in Poland. But they got, I mean, they got slammed. By COVID, I mean, slammed oh, yeah. across oh, the yeah. board. So, so this is a big thing for them, and I, I thought it was awesome for them to do that. So, and our CEO is a bit of a germaphobe, and I feel like he was stockpiling <laughs> stuff forever. So right. he, I don't, yeah, I, I don't know if people donated. I think they instantly bought it when they saw it coming. I, I'm not sure of the story, but for some reason, yeah. there's like some warehouse that we have it as at a bank uh, of all this stuff. So, yeah. one of my patients works for. I'm not sure which company, but he had. Oh, a ton of N95 masks. Yeah, said, hey, they expired. So his company made them buy new ones. They went and use them. Really, they don't expire. So he ended up donating a lot of those at a hospital, um, which, awesome. was great, which was great. That's so great. you know, we don't really have a ton. We end up reusing a lot of what we have. You know, um, are you? Can you do that? Should you do that? You Reuse could. the mask. You could. Yeah, I mean, like like we first t- touched on, or when you guys started, things are are forever changing. Um, yeah, yeah. With this, so. You know, I'm sure you guys heard like first, don't touch a surface that lives this long on a surface. Now, the thought is it might not be as contagious on a surface. So, you know, that's it's a big change. You know, it's such a new virus that they're, you know, studying it as we go. We're kind of learning on the go, which is not the way to do it, really. But we have no choice. So things change quite a bit. And I think that's where a lot of frustration comes. So, yeah, there's ways to. um you know, sterilize, but there's also ways, you know, it's not really going to live on a surface for a week. So typically I use the mask and then put it, 
in a paper bag, let, and I just rotate them out so it sits in there for a couple of weeks, and then whatever's on it should be good. All right, and then yeah, that was actually our dad. That, uh, our dad. Yeah, there was question. data out saying yeah that down below there. Yeah, so from what I understand, at first they said could live on surfaces for all this time, you know, and then they just came out with something yesterday saying, you know, we don't think it's as contagious on surfaces as we initially came um, and said. So from my understanding is they found it on surfaces when they initially studied it. So being that they found it on surfaces, they felt like if it lives on, if it's on a surface for four days, then it's going to be contagious for four days. If it's on a surface for copper for six hours, it's going to be contagious for six hours or whatever. So now they're saying it, although it exists there for that long, it's not really alive that long. So although it's there, it won't infect you. That's right. The explanation. Uh, uh, Trace, Tracy O'Kane, Jim and I want to know what's Nino's thoughts on wearing masks. Also, he's the best doctor oh, we've ever had. Thank you. Um, I say wear the mask. Yeah, I say wear the mask for sure. So, so I know there's all oh, kinds God. of controversy on it. So I'll, I'll say, number one, that's my opinion. But my opinion is that because um, any, nothing's 100%. So if you wear the mask and someone's around you, and they don't have a mask on, they cough on you. Sure, you have a chance of getting it. However, it's going to be less if you have nothing. But I think the big thing is if you have the virus or you're carrying it and you have the mask on, it's going to be much less transmissible if you have a mask on. So your particles, you know, I'm sure everyone's seen the studies where you're talking and they say, okay, when you talk really loud, your particles go this far. If you're screaming or if you're running, your particles go X amount of distance. So if you have that mask on, particularly, hopefully something with a filter, um, you're going to block those particles. So if, you know, if you're outside, if you're in a big area, no, I won't have to wear, I won't wear the mask. If you're in a store in a closed area and there's a lot of people there, so if you're grocery shopping or, you know, going to a small store to grab something, I think it's a good idea to wear it because if we all have them on, then the chance of transmitting it, in my opinion, is less because if someone's asymptomatic and they're shedding or it's three days before they show symptoms and they're shedding and you're wearing a mask, it's going to block those particles. And now that we know it doesn't transmit as much as we thought on surfaces, at least that's the current thought, then it's got to be more through you know, aerosolized particles of sputum, then having the mask is going to block those. And I think at least while we're trying to flatten or get the curve to finally go down, um, so, that's going to stop the spread. So it's, so it's almost, I mean, it's, it's, it's like, I'm not wearing the mask to protect myself. I'm wearing the mask to prevent if I did have the virus, because there's not a lot of I could have it right now and not have the symptoms, right? And I could be right. spreading it. I mean, that's yeah, so, so it's more so better for the person who could be or is sick because they're not correct. spitting stuff all over the place, correct. basically. That's okay. where it's going to be most effective. You know, if you have yeah. an N95 mask and someone doesn't have a mask on, it should block the majority of those. You know, the, would, the particle of the virus is smaller than what that mask filters, but that particle of the virus travels you, in butum. What do you think about the cloth masks? Is that like? I think they're better than nothing, but you want to have some sort of filter in there. You don't just want a mask with nothing. You, you can yeah. have it. It's better yeah. than nothing. It's going to still block a lot of what comes out. But right. you're, if you have a filter, it's going to block more. Yeah, I saw somebody in the store the other day. I think they forgot their mask and they had their hoodie like pulled up over their face. Right. Like, well, I mean, you know, if they cough into their 
hoodie, I guess it's better than nothing. But <laughs> it's but slowing it down. Wear, wear it, wear it right. You the, know, like the other, the yeah. other thing, the person is their mask comes down to here or it falls. I mean, you want to tighten those things up around <laughs> your ears and get them to come yeah. back out. Have you seen anybody in the in like? <laughs> I've seen people. Yeah, they have it's, it like down to like here. It's oh, yeah. no yeah. sense. It's always an old yeah. guy with a mask on. Like his that. Nose. Yeah, yeah, that's not going to help you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've all seen it, but really, I mean, all you have to do is tighten those things on the back of the ear, get one of those little things that works on the back of your head, and you pull it a little tighter. Yeah. But if you wear it, you want to wear it right, you know? Right. And try not to touch it. I mean, you don't realize how much you touch your face until they tell you not to. Next thing you know, you're like, oh, God, I just touched my face 12 times, you know? What, 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 one of the things I'm noticing that's happening in public now is it's almost turning into like a mask, no mask society because right. I can see the people who don't have masks on. Or the and the people who do have masks on, it's like dirty looks like across the room and like I like I know the people in masks are thinking, why doesn't have that guy? I have a mask on. I, I've been wearing a mask not so much to protect me in my thoughts. I'm thinking to protect my kids and my grandma right. and my parents and that kind of stuff. You know, Absolutely. I would think I'd be okay. Isaac would be okay, but I don't want to get the you know the people you care yeah. about. So, that, so you know, like even you know, for the first month and a half, two months, I didn't even you know, I'd run to my parents. We'd be in the garage, right? Leave, you know, um, so now you try to you got to break it in a little bit, you know. So I'll just wear a mask in the house just in case, still distance, just because I see people during the day. So yeah, you would be a little yeah. bit of a high. Have you have you had any patients that have had COVID in there? So or like what, scares you? The the you know early on, a lot of people came in that were sick, so some people were in and out, but. Once it really started to pick up in town, you know, they had these flu clinics set up and they really said, hey, don't bring these people into your office if they have fever because, you know, the whole waiting room is going to get it. So basically what we do is they call, we filter and we do video appointments with them and then we kind of give them advice on what to do from there. Because if I, we brought every feverish patient into the office, yeah. it would be like wildfire, you know, and especially I, like you know, if you had the kids in for a well child, the last thing you want is somebody yeah. with coronavirus. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, it's. Yeah. I'd you be lying if like my kids, yeah. my kids aren't doing something dangerous, like which they are. I have three boys under nine. You know, you know they're going to get hurt. It's just like the last place I want to be right now with this thing going around is in the emergency room or in a doctor's office. I mean, it's it's no doubt. So, all right, let's. Uh, oh, we did have a question. We have one more thing, and then we'll get to some of these questions over here. We got a lot of them. Okay. Do you think there was a chance? Because I know this is always. I, I hear this all the time, and I read it all the time on Facebook. I had it in. December. I know for a fact I was super, super sick. I had it in November. And these people are like, I already, I mean, they get like almost hostile about this stuff. Right. So, I mean, do you think it was here in December, November? December? I, you know, based on, if you look at how busy the hospital was when it peaked, okay, I think it probably was here earlier than we thought, but I don't know about December. I would, my guess would say January, mid-end of January, could be. Beginning of February, I definitely think so. But when we really started to see it was like the beginning of, of March. So some people came in, hmm. some fevers, they're not flu, they get really sick. Next thing you know, it progresses. So, you know, my guess is the earliest maybe would be end of January, beginning of February. That's just a guess, because I think if it was before that, we would it would have peaked in the hospital sooner. You know, I don't think it would have been around here and then not have, have spread as much. Do you the think people? Thing, you know, do you think a lot of people? Do you think a lot of people had it that didn't know they had it around here? Like, do you think like you know what I mean? Like, no symptoms at all. I mean, do you think it was more prevalent than you think than than what the numbers show? I've got some stats here too. Whenever you guys want those, yeah. So, Ooh, I, you know, if you look at some of these, like you look at the, the jail in Marion where they tested everybody, 
like yeah. 40% had it, but didn't have any symptoms. Wow. You have to Great. guess. A lot of people had it, but didn't know. But I'll tell you on the flip side now that we have these antibody tests and we have one that's supposed to be pretty accurate. You know, we just started doing them last week. So I've done a handful of them. And the only two people that have been positive are two people that I knew probably had one with the huh. growth in the hospital. So, wow. Hmm. That, that is part of my, in the back of my mind, I think that we're learning as about this virus as we go every day. Is this one of those things that we're going to find out, you know, those asymptomatic people maybe don't have immunity or there's more to it than that. Maybe there's not as many as we think, you know, if you didn't have a direct exposure, I mean, you look at that, you look at that. I'm sure New York is probably another area where they tested them. Yeah. And then that, that jail, but those, that's an area where it's pretty concentrated. A lot of people were exposed. So we'll see. But I, I think my opinion, end of, end of January, beginning of February, I had a couple of people in the beginning of February that were really sick. Um, I was that, one of them. I was really sick. When they come back around. Like, I know like, like my, my five-year-old, he had, and, and Maggie and I have said it, he had a really bad fever. Like for, it was like, it was like six or seven days. Uh, and, and I, remember I, that. I think we, you remember that? Yeah. And it was like six or seven days and we couldn't get it down. He was coughing real bad. And then it's like, it, it had to be February. And, you know, and, and then we're thinking, and then I had something where I was on the couch for like two days. I mean, knocked out Maggie had it and then we were fine. And, and it's like, is it or not? It could be something different. So, um, I think, yeah, that's, I think that's one of those things to where, you know, as these antibody tests come out and you we get accurate ones, you get them. I want to, yeah, I, I definitely want to see that. So you want to go as you want to read some of these questions off? Sure. From the comment section. Yeah. Oh, let's see here. So this is an interesting one about a vaccine. Hey doc, do you think a vaccine will be, cl- uh, will be close to being done by this time next year? I've seen a lot of test runs being done. Just wondering your thoughts. Best doctor around. Thanks buddy. Um, you know, you know, they're, they're putting a rush on it, but you still have to test these things and you still have to figure out if they're effective and if they're safe. Um, my guess is I think there'll be a vaccine. Um, but I think a lot of it will be, see what happens. You know, you listen to some of these guys like Dr. Fauci says, this is never going away. It's so contagious. It's going to be around. We're going to get spikes. And then, you know, I don't know if you guys saw on the news the other night, there was another guy who was like one of the top guys in the CDC who doesn't work there anymore said, you know, SARS fizzled out. I think this will fizzle out. So then you're thinking like, all right, who do you believe, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so if it does stick around, which you have to think it, it could because it's so darn contagious and we're seeing spikes in other parts of the world already. Um, I, I think there'll be a vaccine. I think there'll be a vaccine. Will it happen by the end of the year? I don't know. I mean, it sounds like they're already quite a bit. So you figure that's a good seven months. I think they could do it. I don't okay. think it's going to be here like fall, but I think, you know, by January, I don't see why not. <laughs> Debbie Arbret, Arbret says, thoughts on school for next year, Nino? Yeah, that's a tough question. You know, I think, oh my God. you know, you hope we don't get to the point where this thing just lingers and lingers. But when you look at the initial like projections, it looked like by mid-June, we'd be at least coming down on that bell-shaped curve. But now, like, we're still in the plateau part and it's like three weeks past. Yeah. So, you know, if hmm. it stays the way it is and if this opening up doesn't lead to another huge part of the plateau, I think by end of August, you think the cases will be down where it will be a time where we go back to school. I mean, we can't shut down forever. You can't do homeschool forever. Cool. I just think it's going to be a, a different picture. I think we'll probably go back to school. Um, and, you know, I saw a couple things, whether they're true or not, as far as not changing classrooms, distancing, you know, 
packing your lunch, all that good stuff. I mean, I think if you do the right things and the numbers are low enough, we're probably going to have to tr at least try to go back to school. Do you think we're opening up too soon? Um, certain things. I, I like the idea of a stepwise opening, but um, opening up gyms, I know it's you have to do it for some, you know, businesses and stuff. But I would think like if you're going to a gym and you're on someone on a treadmill, I don't care how far away. I mean, I'm sure you, you guys have looked into it and seen, you know, when someone's running on a trail, you have to stay like 20 feet away from them not to get some sputum. Really? I, I, yeah. I, so, I don't, I, you know, I, I don't run that fast. I'm not going right? to lie. It's more of a, it's more of a brisk walk. But no, I, I think like, I think gyms maybe could have waited, you know, the hair salons, you wear masks, they wear masks, you cut the hair. Okay. Um, you know, in areas where you could control things, you know, like restaurants, the restaurants, I think have to open. Um, I thought maybe a, you know, two, two weeks for this virus is a pretty big deal as far as stopping the spread. So I thought maybe in June they would have opened them. Yeah. So it's a little bit early, but I mean, we can't shut down the world forever. I think we have to start at least testing the waters and see what happens. I mean, the economy starts taking a big hit. Does uh, I'm going to argue. I'm going to argue. Uh oh, so the oh, gym, you know. oh, the you. gym wouldn't staying active and being healthy wouldn't that be good for fighting off the oh, coronavirus though? It, it's great like for your being in good shape. Yeah. So wouldn't that help for your immune system, but if you have three people there with the virus, you're getting hit hard. You're getting hit. And yeah. There's be a lot of stuff out there. Oh man. Know? What about, uh, what about yeah. swimming pools and stuff? I know like with our pool and swim club, which we're members of, yeah. there's a lot of, a lot of figuring out. I, I would not want to be making these decisions right now. Like they're trying to like schedule people to go swimming and then right. it's like, wait outside. I, I, I started reading this email. I was like, Oh, and people were just, firing left and right i mean there's a lot of uh, a lot of opinions in this i mean what, what do you again these are just your opinions you know you're you oh, yeah, you, my opinions no one yeah. hold me to the fire for him <laughs> yeah exactly but, when uh, i go swimming and i get the covid in the swimming pool he's so mad at you right the chlorine in the pool yeah right <laughs> i mean i think you know the chemicals in the pool really should kill it right right um and then you know it, it, i think that the tricky thing will be what do you do with the smack bar what do you do with the birthday parties where everyone you know trying to you know get together on, on, under the pavilion. But I think as far as the water, you have chemicals in the water. I think it's going to be hot. You know, UV light, this virus does not last long in UV light at all. So I think being outdoors is good. You just have to try to distance a little bit um, and do your best. But I think, you know, that's one of the more comfortable things I, I feel with opening. I think it's outdoors. There's UV light. Um, there's chemicals in the pool. Probably one of the safer places to be, in my opinion. There you go. That's thing. Cool. Uh, we got questions here, Isaac. Uh, oh, what else we got? I didn't even see him. Pop, pop. My dad is just going off. Going he's, off. he's very, yeah. he's very opinionated on this That's subject. A good one. Oh, That's sorry. Right. I didn't mean to. Luke. Well, well, yeah. Go ahead and do this, and then we'll get pop. We're coming. We're gonna get some of yours. The kids are exposed to the virus and contract it and build immunity. And then the vaccine. Here, I'll, interesting. I'll interesting. Yeah. So, would you? No, would you a, see, yeah. Go ahead. That's, go ahead a, that's a good question. But my opinion on that is. Number one, um, you know, if you are infected, you have to worry about who that child is going to spread it to. So if a child gets, okay, let's get them infected. Let's get them have their own immunity. Number one, who are they going to give it to when they're shedding? Are they going to give it to the parents? Are they going to give it to somebody else? You know, although elderly people, immune deficiencies, comorbidities are the big thing. 
there's always a subset of people that don't do well for no apparent reason that we don't know yet. You know, I think uh, we're going to find out a lot more about that down the road. So number one, do they give it to someone who's going to get really sick? Number two, does that child get really sick? You see all these, you know, uh, kids in New York, and I think there was a couple in Kentucky and other places that are getting really sick, getting the rat, getting multi-system organ failure. I mean, God forbid your kid gets the virus and ends up being the 1% that gets really sick. Yeah. Um, so in my opinion, I would, rather than expose them to the virus, if there's a vaccine, I guess I would go in that direction. You know, I, ideally it goes away and we don't have to do either. But but my opinion on that is I think you, there's risk involved if they get the, if they get the virus. <laughs> Fred Schuster, here he is again, Nino. He is all over this. What is, what is his belief on hospitals getting paid more patients with coronavirus? You know, I think uh, it's probably costing the hospital more to take care of those people. You know, they're That's in the true. hospital longer. The people are in the hospital for 30 days, 40 days. Um, you know, they're buying a lot more PPE. So I think there's a lot more costs involved. And it costs more to run a hospital as it is. I mean, so let's say you go see a physician that's owned by a hospital. Let's say you go get an x-ray at a hospital facility. There's a facility fee. I don't know if you've ever seen that on your insurance. You go to St. Easy and get an x-ray or any hospital get an x-ray. You go to any physician that's owned by a hospital, they charge you a facility fee. And part of that is to help run the hospital and run the, and, and allow it to not lose money. So I think in this situation, the reason they do that is because, you know, you've, we've all heard about the people in the hospital for 30 days, 40 days, then they need rehab. It costs a lot to do that, you know, and then, you know, you look at the hospital around Easter time, it was packed and they had to, you know, the ICU there was full. They had to, you know, have makeshift ICUs on other floors. So to run an ICU and all those ventilators, I mean, that, that costs money. So I think the reason they get paid more is because it costs more. That's my opinion. There you go. Um, Here's a good one, Luke. I see one here. Go ahead. You wanna, pull it. Pull it. What are your thoughts about cleaning groceries? Is it still necessary? You know, especially with the new information coming out about it, maybe not living or being infective on surfaces. Um, you know, I would still wipe them down. I wouldn't be as nervous about it. Why still wipe them down? Because things change all the time with this virus. It's new. They're studying it. I'm happy that they don't think it lives on surfaces as long. I would get them, wipe them down. But I, I, I guess I wouldn't be as nervous though as I used to be about it. Awesome. Hmm. Mike Seville. Mike, <laughs> Mike Seville said, I hear ingesting chlorine cures COVID. So swim and drink the water early and often. As long as you have a mask on, it'll clear out some of the chlorine. Oh, okay. I thought chloroquine. I'm like, oh no. It's going to get political. All right, this is bad. This same question as before, Megan. Uh, he says, wear a mask often. He, uh, we even said tucking it in the, uh, like your shirt like this is better than not having anything at all. Uh, yeah, they, you, know, you can get them with filters or put a coffee filter in there. Or whatever, you know, there's all kinds of different things you can do to help make it a little more, a little less porous, a little more safe. Oh, here's a good one. We missed this one. Which one? If you have COVID, can you get it again? That's the big, big question. question, you know, so. I've seen all kinds of stuff on it. The answer is we don't know um, yet. But, you know, early on they said if you got it once, you shouldn't be able to get it again. And then that's the big thing with all of these. Um, that's the big thing with all of these, you know, antibody tests people are doing. So let's say you test positive for the antibody. Then the question is, what do you do with that information? You know, right now the answer is we don't know. Although you would think if this acts like some of the other coronaviruses, you should have some immunity. 
um, and the way it attacks the cells and the way it enters the cells, you think we should have some. We just don't know how long, and we don't know that matter of fact yet. So as far as studied answers, we don't know. I think if you've had it, you probably have some immunity. Um, how long? Six months, 12 months, two months? We don't know that. So uh, two yet to be determined is the real, real answer. But my opinion is you probably have some. Do you think uh, built in a lab or from an animal in China? Oh, I think it came from a lab. Yeah. Oh, really? Interesting. Cool. There's enough out there. If you look, there's a sequence in that virus that, that they think was inserted there. Um, wow. Ooh, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know that. They, there's a You'll sequence. read all kinds of stuff, and it's super political. But if you really dig into it, there's enough evidence out there that I think it came from the lab. My, wow. The biggest thing for me is just talking my opinion. Yeah, opinion, you know, opinion. Um, this virus comes out, it starts spreading in Wuhan. They get a little nervous. They don't say anything, but they they limit all travel to China, but everybody could go to the rest of the world. I mean, is yeah. that what was, I'm not trying wow. to be conspiracy there. I'm against, you know, I don't want to be, you know, you know I don't know. I, I, I guess I don't want to be the conspiracy theorist person, but you yeah. have to wonder like why in the world would they not let people travel to other parts of China, but everywhere else? Let them go out and then do that. Yeah. Wow, that is that's that's good. Wow. Good, good point. That's a good you know, point. I like it. I, I, we'll see. But from what I've seen, uh, my guess is it came from a lab. Now, did it come out purposely? I don't know. You know, maybe somebody there got it because they were working on it, and then they started spreading it, and it spread like crazy. Yeah. Contagion. Cool. Watch the movie Contagion on Netflix. Right. I'm telling you, it's a good yeah. movie. Contagion. The scary I, thing is right. now now China knows like how to shut us down, just right. get another virus out there and we're shut down for months on end. Well, what's crazy uh, is kind of like I'm saying, you know, we're still studying. We don't know how much immunity you have. I yeah. mean, they didn't think it was human to human transfer until the end of January. You know, wow. they, they yeah. talk about the CDC and the WHO and how, you know, they're, you know, catching a lot of flack for this. But really, I mean, that's their job to do that. I mean, that's if they would have caught that two weeks earlier, we would have less than half the deaths. So, yeah, it, there's a lot of and then, you know, you start watching the news, you start seeing what all these political things that happen. I don't know what to believe anymore. You know, you just got to. And, and that's that. I think that's the main problem right now. It's like the news media says one thing and then another thing. And then you read something and right. you have so much fake news on Facebook with people spreading right. stuff. It's it's a it's a terrible. It's so oh, hard. Sure. How, how about the news with um, they're like, finally, we have a. Uh, scientist from the Wuhan lab who speaks out. Like, like the guy, if he knew anything about it, would actually tell you. There's, there's <laughs> right. a chance that he's going to tell you that well, they about, released the virus. How about the guy from Pittsburgh? He Did you killed. hear about that guy? Yeah, get, got yeah. murdered. Yeah, he's going to come out with this vaccine. He's got this breaking things that come out. Next thing you know, he's murdered. They said well, him and this guy were fighting over the same girl, so they, they shot him. Here's a good stuff. one, Nino. Uh, Paige Collin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, should children still come to well visits? So like checkups, I'm guessing, even if they aren't due for immunizations. I think it's okay to hold off. You do yeah, hold off. Okay We're seeing people. I'm still seeing well child visits. I'm still seeing patients. Um, yeah. And they're coming more and more. When it first happened and it was peaking around Easter time, we probably did 70 to 80% of our, of our visits for video. Now they're probably 30%, at least of mine. Are you, are you guys going to keep doing this, 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 uh, this, those uh, like this, the uh, the over the computer things, because those are fantastic. <laughs> uh, we'll we'll see what what they say. You know, right now they're you know you, you could build just like a regular office visit. Uh, for certain cases, I think they're really good. For certain cases, 
continue to examine the patient. So, Nino's not my day. Nino is my kid's doctor. So I had Doctor Walt beforehand. So Walt Pazarella, and I don't want to get into too much details, but with this, with this, uh, with this thing right here. But I had a, I had a, I went out into the woods and I got bit by a tick. So I was worried about like Lyme disease. They put me on an antibiotic. So we had to do it over the phone. I had it in my inner thigh. So Walt's like, well, you want to, you want to show me the, uh, the bite wound? I'm like, okay, you got it, boss. Whatever you want me to do. So, 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 and then, and then like, I'm thinking to myself, like my, like people are going to be like walking by the door. They're gonna be like, what is, what's he doing with the camera? What's going on here? So, right. Yeah, exactly. Good so, thing you met Walt before me. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, there's uh, another good question. I actually have. Oh, go ahead. This one. Oh, sorry, first. Isaac. You get the next okay. one. We'll do this one first. It's okay. If you test positive for antibodies, should you get a vaccine when available? Um, if it comes out that you get the antibody, let's say you get the antibodies, you're positive. We, we need to have some study that shows or some studies that show that you have immunity by having those antibodies. Because uh, the question is, how long do those antibodies provide immunity if they do provide immunity? We don't so know. Yeah. at this point when we don't know, yes, if we find out that if you have antibodies, you're immune forever. No, if you have antibodies and you're immune for six to 12 months, then if it's after that time, which it well, you will be by the time we get a, a vaccine, then yes. So the more we find out when, when, when studies come out about do we have immunity and how long we have it for, then that'll answer that question. Cool. Uh, Isaac, what was the next one, man? Go ahead. Yeah, here's a good one I had, actually, I was going to ask you, but forgot to write this one down. Doctor, are you personally doing anything more to protect yourself while seeing patients that may be asymptomatic? Vitamin C, zinc, like vitamin D, do you think any type of right. vitamins helps at all? Or I do all the above. <laughs> I bought all it. the above? I do vitamin C. I have a multivitamin. Uh, I do D. Uh, yeah. I get I get enough multi in my, or zinc in my multi, so I didn't add any extra zinc. But I do that. And then even when we're seeing asymptomatic patients, I have a mask, I have a gown, I have some goggles, gloves to the whole nine yards. Cause part of it is I'm seeing people all day. I don't want to spread it to them. And then I don't want yeah, to get it. Right. Here, so I don't spread it to other people. Yeah. I mean, if you had it, right. I mean, if you, do you guys get test yourselves daily or do you ever test yourselves no. or how's that work? No, no, I think I'm going to get the antibody test though. Okay. Because, because I mean, I, mean you know, I plan on doing it Monday and then, you know, that goes like, well, it's just not just doctors. These are, I'm thinking like I go through the drive through window at Dunkin' Donuts to pick up a coffee and they've been serving the whole time. What if that person has COVID? Right. And sure. they're breathing on, you know what I mean? They're handing you cards. I mean, they, yeah. that, that's, that's scary. Did you ever go to the grocery store and look at the carts and you're like, all right. Or I have my mask on, you have your mask on, you go to the grocery store and then you go to swipe your credit card and you're like pushing the button of like, right. yeah, but, but now you, like you said, it sounds like the CDC is saying it's not going to affect us as, or, as bad as that routine. If you want to know my shopping routine. Oh, I do. <laughs> Well, you go into the you go into the grocery store and you see those kids cleaning the carts, and I'm oh, like, yeah. I know you one of you punk kids got lazy on one of these carts and didn't clean it fully. <laughs> right. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the one that has the virus on it. And I'm gonna get it. Which so, one? Is the, I'm looking for one that's still wet, right? Like, yeah, uh, exactly. Um, Hi, Colleen. Yeah, Colleen uh, Cooper. Hello, Doctor Ruben or Rubino. Betting if you think you have the COVID, how do you get tested for the antibodies? your doctor and you just get a script. So I'm guessing like, how, how can you get tested and can you get a script for something? Can you get that? Sure, I mean, the question is who has a positive, who has an accurate test? You know, there's a lot of like, you have these finger prick tests. You could go get in line, get a finger prick test where they drop a 
but those aren't super accurate, you know. So you want to make sure wherever you go, the test is accurate. Like I know the one that that we have is pretty good, you know. And it's supposed to be like ninety nine percent sensitive, ninety nine or one hundred percent specific. So first of all, you want to make sure it's a good test, and then so you know, I would call your doctor first and say, hey, do you have the test? Can I come and get tested? And then you know, make sure they know if it's an accurate test, which I'm sure they will. And then you go from there. You know, some I know Quest Lab doesn't. There's a couple other labs. I just don't know how accurate the ones that they do are. I just when they said, "Hey, we're going to have this available," I just asked the lab to give me some info on it. And I know ours are specific, hmm. sensitive, so um, you know it's accurate. I, I do want to hear Doctor Nino's shopping routine now. But this is the same question. Yes, we we think it might have been here in maybe uh, maybe January, maybe December, definitely February. Um, let's see here. That was one you already did, and then, yeah. then hold on, we're gonna go through these real fast, data. Then you're gonna tell us your shot. I want to hear about Dr. Tracy. Uh, Tracy, who in China found accountable. Oh, we got a we got a we got a compliment from our dad, Vito. Thanks, Fred. That's like the first one of my life. I got a compliment. <laughs> oh my God, he loves us, Isaac. Wow, <laughs> thanks. Special. Oh my God, he loves us. He loves us. He's actually proud of us. Uh, Debbie says, "If you have, if I get a script to get a test, can I come to your office to get it done, even if you're not my doctor?" Uh, no, unfortunately, we can't do that. Okay, so there you have go. to be our patient, so we could build the insurance and all that stuff. Anybody's test. That's the insurance part. Yeah. Okay, that's what she's following up. So, all right. So, so Doctor Nina. You're out. You're out of milk. You're out of eggs. You've got to go to Giant Eagle. What, 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 do, what do you do? I wear a mask. Wear a mask. I wear one set of gloves, right? One set of gloves. So before I go in, I get my my Clorox wipe. I throw it on my seat, right? And I leave. I get my credit card, put it in my pocket, so I know that's the card I'm going to use. And I have my gloves on, right? I go into the store. I grab the buggy. I go through and get everything I need. Um. I come out. I always go to Target. And I always get to the self checkout, or I go to Giant Eagle with a self checkout. I just feel more comfortable. Um, so when I when Thanks. I'm there checking stuff out, then I'll take off one glove and use that to pay. So I know I haven't touched my credit card with a dirty hand. Nice. So in my pocket, and then my hands are gonna get dirty again. So I bag all the groceries, put them in the cart, push it out to my car. I have a little foot swipe thing for my hatch that goes up. Put everything in there. <laughs> Open the door. I have my wipe there. I wipe off my hands. I wipe off the door. Yeah. Right? There you go. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Nina, when I go to the store, I uh, go, I take my mask that's been sitting in the dirt on the bottom of my car and put it on. I <laughs> go in. I buy everything. What, what's that? that? Maybe the dirt will help filter the particles more. Oh, it, it, oh, if you saw my car, it's so gross. Yeah, it, it's disgusting. Yeah, I have sanitizer in the car, but the problem is, like, you're opening the car door, you're maybe grabbing the handle sitting down, right? and then sanitize. I, I sanitize my hands and then rub it on the wheel, too. Does that right. do anything? Yeah. yeah. Right. Plenty. But that's about um, it. All right. Any other any other questions on uh, on COVID that we, we went through? We went through a lot of stuff. Um, yeah. A lot of stuff. A lot of people watching. Um, Nino, you've broken records. All right, way. you did. Yeah, yeah you've been clicking it. Anybody else have, have any questions for Doctor Rubino? Uh, are, are you taking patients here. still? Are you taking new patients in, always. Nino? Always. always, so you can always hit up Nino uh, at the Polo Medical Center. Um, and let's see here. Uh, anything else you want? Anything else you want to say, Nino? Since you got a captive audience right now on right. the COVID. I mean, are we thinking? I guess let's talk future. 
Hey, has this has has this has this changed us? Are we going to be wearing masks for the next year? I mean, are we are my kids going to be wearing masks to play baseball next summer? Or I mean, is the you know? I hope not. You know, a, a lot of us. This is this is just going to be my opinion. You know, I think you know, opinion they, always. First of all, I think I'm going to touch on one thing just about the reopening. Yeah. You know, a lot of people are critical about it, but I think the reason we shut down was to not overwhelm the hospital. So the hospital on Easter time was really busy, both hospitals. Now they're not like that. There's people still getting infected going in and out, but it's not nowhere near where it was before. So, I mean, that's why we're reopening. So I think as, as critical as some people are about it, I think you have to. You can't cripple the economy. So I think that's why we're reopening the hospitals. If they get full again and the cases really go up, we'll have to see. Right now, I think the cases are going to go up and they're going to stay up for a while because we're doing more testing. And there's all right. kinds of things to look at about the testing. We're doing a lot more testing. So you're going to have more positive cases. As long as those people aren't getting as sick, I think that's the key. If they start getting really sick again and the hospitals get full, then we'll have to pull back. So, like, what number should we should we be – and I, I thought this the whole time. As the numbers go up, as we get, you know, into the summer and stuff like that, you know uh, – it's not so much the amount of people getting sick. It's the amount of testing, correct, that kind of goes with it. So the numbers are going to go right. up because of the testing. The numbers are going to go up. And, and the big thing to remember is the vast majority of people are going to do okay. The right. vast majority of people – I mean, I've had – so I probably had a dozen people in the hospital. I mean, I had an elderly 92-year-old guy. I had a couple in their late 80s, a couple in their late 70s. They all did okay. Luckily, yeah. they were sick. Don't get me wrong. They were in the hospital for a couple of weeks. But they were discharged. They did good when they came back in. They look good. You know, so the right. vast majority of people are going to do good. The problem is when it grabs you and it's bad, it's bad. I mean, you talk to any nurse or ICU guy, whether it be a pulmonary critical care or infectious disease doctor that takes care of these people in the units when they're sick. It's pretty devastating. Not only yeah. that nobody could be there with them, but they're they're sick. Uh, but, you know, the other part of it changing is they're starting to understand more about it. So before it was like, okay, put them on a ventilator. Don't give them steroids. Don't give them anti-inflammatories. You know, there was a, some studies that came out from Italy on all, all these people that did autopsy and they did like autopsy and I think like 84 people. And they found that the majority of the lung issues were clots. Um, so the body goes into something called DIC where you get, you know, hypercoagulable so you can make a bunch of clots. So I think, you know, in the future, and they, they think that comes from a bunch of inflammation that the virus causes along the way maybe they'll treat it more with anti-inflammatories and use some things to thin out the blood and then we'll have people that do better. So the more you go, the more you're going to learn, the more people, you know, will hopefully be more successful at treatment. But I think the big thing is the numbers will go up because we're testing more. The vast majority of people will do okay. So those numbers will be up, but not as many people will get as sick because I think we're going to find the mortality rates lower. Um, so we'll see. But the big thing is some of those people are going to get sick. As those numbers go out, if you're at high risk, you got to realize this illness is out there. There's people out there that could infect you. So that's the flip side of it. What about the no ibuprofen? No ibuprofen, yeah, I mean, take Tylenol? Right. So, the, you know, they're saying take Tylenol, take Tylenol. But I'm wondering if that's going to change at some point if we find that inflammation. You know, all these drugs, like, you know, there's obviously a lot of controversy about hydroxychloroquine. But mm -hmm. I think I think when it's used early, it's my opinion is when it's used early, it could be effective. Because before you get that big inflammatory storm, it makes sense that it would work. All the patients I had that did well kind of went in early, and you know, I, I would say seventy-five percent of them were on it. So we'll see. I mean, that needs to be studied more for a much bigger debate. But um, you know, 
I think maybe that might change on ibuprofen. Maybe it'll change on the using steroids on these people. Um, wow, we got more questions coming, Nina. You're gonna you're gonna be uh, you're gonna be here late tonight, buddy. I'm a late night guy. That's what. Are you? Okay. Uh, wait. My dad said, or our dad said, why doesn't he do the internet order and do a pickup? Oh, I I've done that too. Some things groceries. you just can't get on the internet. It's true. You it's know? true. Or like you know, my mom my mom loves to cook. You know, she I'm, I'm a single guy. She still calls me and says, hey, I'm gonna cook you some dinner, but I need ground meat. Don't just Rule give is. me packages. I need four. <laughs> so and, and you, you, and you, and food, and you order two for the next morning. Did you make you go, <laughs> Did you make you go to Rolly Brothers? Oh yeah. You have, you have Rory, Giant Eagle. We've been to Lamar. Uh, let buy some some flowers, some some plants. Do you have the accurate antibody test at your office? You already said you did, right? Correct. Um, you do have to be a patient though uh, to to get that. You do not just have hobos coming off the street to get tested. Um, <laughs> let's see here, Paul, Paul? Bastinelli. You know him. Great discussion yeah, and insight without agendas. Guy. Yeah. Uh, Paul, thank you for the Hi, compliment, Paul. but I, we, we this is we we're doing this totally to be informative, but at the same time, our our rates are at record low. Uh, our, our rates are at record low. Uh, <laughs> scrolling along the bottom as we read this one, so <laughs> you know, there's, there's always an agenda, Paul. Hey, I refinanced with Luke. He works for Huntington. Yeah, dude, that's like that's like twelve years ago when I yeah. worked with Huntington. Uh, did you know Isaac just got his license? Uh, his mortgage Congratulations. License? That's great. Thank you. Thank fast, you. Fast and he, he's a mortgage. So, so that's why we are the mortgage loan officer brothers. If I know anybody, uh, right. I'll send them your way for sure. We love awesome. it. Absolutely. Is it true the virus is not going away? It's just in, it's just the hospital has room for us. Um, it, right. Yeah. The numbers are up. If you look at the numbers, they're not up, but it's plateaued. We're still at the peak and we're plateauing. You know, you could look at any of those sites and see that there's a lot of virus around. The hospital does have more room. So the hospital's not quite as busy. So I think, like I said before, the majority of people will do okay. They're not going to end up on ventilators and get really sick. There's a small percent that will. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of virus out there. But right now, you know, people are getting still sick, but there's less of them because I think what happened is we've hit the peak. So a lot of those people were in the hospital. Now we're plateaued and starting to come down. So people aren't as ill. So yeah, things are opening up. There's still a lot of a virus out there. But people aren't as ill, which is why. Beautiful. Uh, Holly Kohler says, do you think it's safe to let kids play with neighborhood kids outside, Nino? That's a yeah, I think question. outside's okay. You know, I wouldn't be hugging and kissing outside, but running around outside's okay. Running around's you know, okay. Joking aside, somewhat of a social distance. It's going to be hard to do with kids. But, yeah, I think, you know, the virus doesn't do well in sunlight and heat. So if you're outside and you try to distance a little bit, I think it's great. Um, okay, we got a compliment. Megan Hamilton. This is really great for our community. Thanks for sharing the insight and the oh, info. Absolutely. Thank you. Uh, Paul, Paul asked if we're licensed in PA. Paul, we're working on it, buddy. We actually <laughs> just finished our uh, class. Yeah, we'll, we'll be, we should be licensed tomorrow, Paul. Paul, we're licensed tomorrow, so just, just send it over, Paul. Whatever you got. Call us, message us. We're ready to go. Look at that. And that, see, agen Paul, agenda completed, my friend. Agenda <laughs> completed. Send it over. We'll take care of you, buddy. Um, no, Luke, I actually sent my buddy Buck to you too. Everybody I sent sent uh, has been happy. So uh, absolutely. Oh, we we yeah, you have sent a bunch of people. Absolutely, I I appreciate. It. All right, Fred Schuster again. Southern Hemisphere country malaria right. countries are low. France Francis, who's a doctor from Nigeria that we're good friends with, uh, says hardly anything in Nigeria. Do you think that has something to do with the malaria pills, Nino? Absolutely. I, I'm I'm like a so I never get into political debates about anything. Yeah, 
Um, but you know, when I start commenting on a, some social media feeds about how I disagree oh, with people hate for hydroxychloroquine, I have some belief in it. I never, I never do that, but yeah, I mean, I think, I think it needs to be studied more. I think we'll find out, you know, I think if it's used early enough, it's going to find, find, they're going to find it's going to be a little beneficial. I mean, everyone criticizes the president for being on hydroxychloroquine, but in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, you think someone just gave it to him? I mean, I'm sure there's some doctor out there who said, hey, this has some benefit. And the reason is, if you look at the path, hydroxychloroquine, chloroquine, in studies with SARS, they found it to be preventative. So they're doing a study now in Michigan where they put a bunch of people, I can't remember what hospital it is, but they put a bunch of hospital employees and a bunch of healthcare workers on it to see if it's going to help them not, not become infected. So, I mean, if you look at those countries and, and they're on a, in a lot, of, a lot of that medicine floating around there and there's not a lot of infections, you have to start to wonder. And if, you know, they're using it here and, you know, I, you'll see all kinds of studies about it's going to kill people and it's not effective. But if you look at a lot of those studies, they gave it to them when they were really sick. Um, so I think you have to give it to them before they get really sick. You need to give it to them early on for the same reason we don't give Tamiflu seven days into the flu. You know, you can't wait till the cells are attacked and then you're doomed. So I think, in my opinion, I think it has, I'm not saying it's super effective. I'm not saying it's going to stop it. But in my opinion, I would love to see a study that shows you test positive for COVID. Somehow we find out early when tests get better. We give it to them early. I would love to see that study. So there's more studies going on. But I think if you give it to them when they have mild symptoms before the cytokine storm we all hear about, when there's all the inflammation kicks in, I think it has wheels. I think it has a chance. And the biggest reason to study that is because the drug is old and dirt cheap. Um, I have a ton of people on it that have lupus and inflammatory diseases, and they all do fine. Right. Um, I, I, I know I know the people over, like, I think what my dad, Fred Schuster, was saying there, the people in Nigeria and those countries that have malaria, I think they, they take a pill daily, I believe. All it's the right. time. Yeah. All the time. Right. And that's why they're not seeing a lot of numbers. So that's that's right. actually, that's an interesting thing there. So It is. It is. So, you, you know, I, I think it definitely has potential. I think, you know. I, I, I'm not going to hate on the drug just because the president likes it. <laughs> yeah. yes. I mean, no I think doubt. that's the truth of it. He, he yeah. said he likes it, and then you know, the media comes out with 12 articles that are kind of like, yeah, you know, agreed. Not the agreed. Best articles that argue with it. So, anyway, just my opinion. Uh, Laurel Brubaker Sanders, I love your honesty. Makes us respect you even more. There you go. Thank you. Uh, Christina oh, Newton. Yeah, the cutest kid. Uh, same question. Uh, let kids be around other friends. Yep, just as long as they're not making out outside. Right. I think outside, outside, you're great. If you're going to have kids inside, I would still try to social distance until the numbers are down. You know, I think if we could get past this plateau and get towards a little bit more of the bottom of the curve, I'd feel more comfortable in public. But if you're going to be in closed quarters, I'd be careful. Um, But if you're in an outdoor area, absolutely. Why not? Rebecca, Simon, I'm not making him answer that question. Who is your least (laughs) favorite doctor at the medical center? Not it, not it. They're all great, right, Nino? I love them all. It's let true. Me, let me let me let me handle that one for you. They're all great. Um, good. Luke read my mind. Yep, yep. Tracy Kane. What is the survival rate if you reach the cyto- cytokine. cytokine cytokine storm? With what the heck? Cytokine. I don't even know what that cytokine. is. Yeah. So you know, when you get the virus, usually it kind of lingers around. You get sick and sick and sick, and then right around day seven to ten, you get the cytokine storm where. So your immune system revs up, causes a bunch of inflammation, and that's usually when the shit hits the fan. Um, I can't say that I know what it is once you hit that. 
Um, you know, we all know that ventilators are bad. You know, you get on a ventilator, you know, you got about a 30% chance at best. Wow. Um, How do you feel about ventilators being worse for you than good? Well, that's what they're saying now, because if it's truly inflammatory and throws you into DIC and you have blood clots in the lung, now they're saying maybe the best thing is not to ventilate them. Interestingly, like if you talk to the nursing staff that takes care of these people, they'll say when you rotate, rotate these people on their belly, that's when they breathe well. That's when they do good. So, Hmm. you know, I think we're going to learn a little bit, a lot more about it. By the way, you want to thank somebody, these nurses that work on these floors wearing their masks for 12 hours a day. Yeah, being exposed to this stuff all day, you know. I mean, I'm yeah. just seeing people in the office very symptomatic. Every now and then, you feel like you need somebody. You you have somebody that has it. You're like, okay, you go to the hospital. You see some people. You're walking through the floors, but man, I give them credit. Yeah, I mean, I've talked to. Uh, I've done loans uh, for a couple nurses that are actually in the ICU uh, yeah. in Columbus, Cleveland here, um, and, and they are literally these nurses. They have family. They have kids. They right. come home. They have isolated the basement. They have right. put up plastic walls. They have the, the, the husband built a shower. And they're literally, they're, they're these poor little kids, their mom's downstairs in the Aww. basement, separated, and they're FaceTiming because they right. don't want to be around in case yeah. she got sick at the day. Talk about um, some dedication, yeah. I mean, I mean that's, that's – I really deserve – a lot of props, no doubt. Yeah, I, I mean, I know, and, and again, this is not uh, this is not an advertisement. I know our company, which we said Nationwide Mortgage, which is uh, the headquarters are in New York. Um, they've been giving out the masks. There, we have been giving out uh, our Heroes program fifteen hundred and fifty dollars off closing costs. Just no bump to rate, no nothing. As a thank right. you, we've been dropping no, off great. stuff. Yeah, we're buying lunches. I mean, I, there, you, you want to help these guys out as much as you can as a company. Sure. Um, and I, I know we're not the only companies doing that. I think there's got to be a lot more on Facebook of thanking people and not so much of this, right. this hate. like back and forth hate. You it's know, crazy. But, like between the political side of it, oh. people insulted by masks. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you. I mean, if we could help out a lot more than criticize. No, no doubt. Uh, do you think deaths ICU stays could have been prevented if people sought earlier treatment rather than staying at home and self-quarantine and fearful of going to the hospitals and catching it? That's a good That's question. That's a great question. Um, yeah, I, I mean, the, and, there, there's and, a good chance that if somebody would have gone earlier and they would have gotten some treatment, sure, I think huh. that would have decreased, you know, mortality. Um, boy, it'd be nice to do a study on something like that. You know, the, here's the problem at the beginning. We didn't have a bunch of tests. So all the tests that came from the CDC had some, they were, the, the reagent was tainted and contaminated. So they didn't have a bunch of tests and they had to start over and then they had limited testing. So when you initially got it, but when this all started in in March, it was like, all right, you got it. Well, they're only going to test you if you need to be admitted. So if you get short of breath, call me. Wow. That's the recommendation. Wow. That's what the recommendation was. So, cause it was like, if you sent them there, and they weren't short of breath and their oxygen level was okay and they need, didn't need to be admitted. There wasn't enough tests to test everybody. So they sent them home, quarantine yourself and get worse. So I would love to see how many people early on got it and what their mortality was versus now when we have more testing, we can test quicker and get them in quicker. But wow. part of the reason to open back up is because I usually have four, three, four, five people in the hospital every day. I have... You know, there's weeks 
I, I for the first two weeks, I didn't even have to go to the hospital. None of my patients were there because um, nobody wanted to go to the hospital. Nobody wanted to go to the hospital. Yeah, and then you have people that call and they have all these problems and they are afraid to go. So, I mean, oh, there's increased mortality by waiting wow. to go and then by people with other problems not going. Wow, that's something wow. out there too, huh? Holy cow. Um, here's a good one. Do- the doctors, nurses, and other hospital workers and EMTs are unbelievably dedicated and so appreciated. 100% agree. Yep, I agree 100%. Um, and then I guess I got, well, I have one more question. Uh, and this, this is getting into not politics so much, but when, when uh, our Governor DeWine and Amy Acton and all those people came out, um, it was, a, oh, they're doing so good. They're doing such a great job. Um, and, you know, everything's wonderful. Oh, my gosh. I heard people, oh, he's going to run for president. Oh, she's the best. There's like Amy Acton fan clubs. Oh, yeah. And, and, and a month or two later. Now everybody's freaking out. Yeah, exactly. And I think it was a combination of the overestimates. Because I remember, and I, I, Maggie and I were kind of talking about this because she said it was for the, for, it was for the country. And I said, I'm pretty sure it was for DeWine in February and March said there's going to be 10,000 new cases a day and we're, you know, it's going to be locked down and, and, you know, and it didn't happen. So now it's like, you kind of lost the faith a little bit. I I mean, how do you think the governor's doing job wise? Is he, is he knocking it out of the park? I I still think he's knocking it out of the park. He canceled the Arnold classic early on before anybody even had an inkling. Okay. When was the Arnold Classic? It was in February, right? Yeah. Yeah, January, February. Yeah. Yeah. He knew there was going to be hundreds of thousands of people there, and they canceled it. So think about that. Then you have the you have the governor in Louisiana saying, "Well, nobody from the president's White House told me to cancel Mardi Gras." (laughs) You know, everybody got sick. Three weeks later, they're in a crisis. So I think he had he had the foresight to say, "Hey, there's going to be two hundred thousand people there." This looks like it's going to be a pandemic. And I don't know if it was him or Amy Acton or whoever, but yeah. that saved a ton of lives, in my opinion. Right. So, right. and then I think, you know, if he didn't shut down the state, those numbers may have come to fruition. I think you shut down the state and people actually social distance and do what you say, and those numbers are low. So, although they were correct in, I think, shutting it down, I think what really did them in was two things. Number one, People are tired of staying at home. It's been months. It's been too yeah. long. Yeah. You know, like I looked at the calendar here. I'm like, chill. Like May 20th. Yeah. 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 Memorial Day is on Monday. Yeah. So, but I mean, if you look at those uh, those projections, um, the Ohio State one said, yeah, the more you flatten it, the longer it goes. I think that's all going to happen. I just think that, you know, we social distance enough that it worked. I think the other thing that backfired on him was at first he was like, everyone's got to wear a mask. And then he got some flack and he was like, all right, you don't have to wear a mask. Just if you work, yeah. And I think I think that, that kind of caused some of the division because, you know, I think a lot 100%. of people don't want to. One hundred percent. When he double guessed himself, or when he when he went back yeah. the next morning, that people were just looking for cracks. You know what yeah. I mean? And that, that's oh, yeah. what they got there. But I, yeah. I have to think. I still think he did a great job. He shut down the Arnold Classic early. If he didn't do that, this would have been a fiasco. I mean, people come from everywhere to go there. Yeah. So just think how many people from West Coast, East Coast would have came in. Ohio would have been a hotbed. So him closing that alone gets him extra credit. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But, By reducing the numbers, he almost set himself up 
because he's, he claimed all these high numbers were going to yeah. happen and then he closed everything yeah. down and now they're lower and he's getting right. in trouble. And, and, and you got to yeah. realize, oh. and oh. I've, I've said this to a couple different people, this dude's a politician. His job is because people vote for him. Right. And as soon as that tide starts turning, he's going to start opening things up just like, you know, and it, it, it came yeah. fast because That's true. Yeah. I, uh, let's but I still see think, here. You know, like the hospital's not quite as busy. We can't, ruin the economy i'm not against the opening i just wish yeah you would have done certain things a little slower um yeah just my opinion we'll see well we're gonna find out Wait, it's, it's, like it's, it's one big science experiment at this point we're gonna find <laughs> out in two weeks i'll let you know in two weeks yeah all right uh oh geez here it is nino that was this is from our dad again isaac and our dad uh that was uh that's what i missed the bet good intelligence he should have the bigger logo in the upper right corner and once do, again isaac we are failures no, we need to put a logo we need to put the logo of our guests in the bottom left corner i keep you telling you because we pop this the, we pop the words up there <laughs> i See, do this, love step oh, brothers take on, on the logo though your guys logo that's uh, you like you that's like that logo. that's not step brothers what are you talking about you you like that logo nina <laughs> Love that logo. You're, hey, I love the way you you're go. holding your. I love the way you're Nino, holding Isaac. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to give this away, Nino, and I'm not going to say anything else. But you, sir, are going to be seeing that logo a lot more very, a very soon. A lot right. more, and, yeah, and be, you'll find out very, very soon, Nino. All right, um, all right let's we see here, Tracy. Billboard? I got finger. Billboard? Tell me a billboard. I got a billboard guy. If you need a billboard, uh, what, what, we're what? not doing billboard. What are you talking what are you about? Doing? What are you uh, I cut my finger making daiquiris last week. That was a whole other story because uh, you're in quarantine, Tracy. That's why you're making daiquiris and yeah. probably could have used stitches. Right. There is no way I was going to the hospital. Huh. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, Tracy, a good daiquiri is dangerously delicious. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, uh-oh. Have Wait. a couple more of them and you won't even know. <laughs> my wife, right. my wife who's in the other room said, Luke, don't forget to ask Cameron's question. What was Cameron's question, Maggie? Our five-year-old has a question for his doctor. Absolutely. I no, I don't, I'm afraid to. All right, Maggie, what is it? You got to tell me. Uh, let's see here. Um, so, all right, I, I am. Uh, oh, I got one more question, you know. Why did everybody take the freaking toilet paper? I have no idea. You know, you after the toilet to paper, it started causing diarrhea. <laughs> so yeah. it was like a cha- you know chain reaction. Yeah, if it was yeah, if it was a crapper disease, but it's not. So so. I have no idea. It was unbelievable. You know what happened? Somebody saw like, you know, you go to the store and you're like, that guy's leaving with five things of toilet paper. I better grab mine before it's out. I think they're definitely going to learn though from this. Like you have to just limit what people can get at the store. That's all you got to do to stop it. Wipe for miles. Yeah. Or alcohol. I'm like, I'll just go get some alcohol. Uh Uh-uh. Yeah. Nowhere to be found. I went to CVS. I called. I heard they had Clorox wipes. So I called the CVS. They're like, oh yeah, we got some. We'll put some aside for you. So I go in, got my routine, got my gloves on, got my credit card in my pocket. And I see a worker and I'm like, hey, you guys have alcohol? And she like laughed at me. And I was like, oh, she's like, follow me. And we went around and there were like four huge shelves completely empty right there. And I was like, oh, man. (laughs) Then I go to the counter and she has like one 40 wipe container. (laughs) You know, it's not so much when this all started. I wasn't afraid of the virus. I mean, I was afraid of the virus with getting my family sick. I'm more afraid of those freaking idiots out there that you don't know what they're going to do. You know, you run out of food, you run out, you know, what, what, what do you do at that point? You know, we, we, we still, the giant, the giant eagle in town, they're still low on meat. 
Uh, I went in there the other day. They were completely out of flour. It's like, that's what I get concerned about with this. I mean, this makes people realize. I already told you my way around that. No, but honestly, it's wild how, you know, people just buy stuff up. I mean, I think, I think food, we probably, I understand more people want to load up on food, but toilet paper, (laughs) I get, but like, you know, Uh, I don't know. Oh my God. I love seeing our doctor let loose. <laughs> oh my God. We should have called this Nina Rubino let loose. That would have been the that. best name ever. What do you want to talk about next time? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, Matt Uriam's bottom Schuster. My Cameron wants to know, this is our five-year-old, wants to be a doctor. How long will he have to go to school? He hopes it'll be just for a few weeks. It's a little while. So you do regular school, you know, right? You do grade school, you do high school, college. Then you do four years of medical school, depending on what kind of doctor you want to be, you do residency. So for me, I did family practice was the three-year residency. So I did, you know, 12th grade, four years of college, four years of medical school, three years of residency. I, I barely made it through four years. Fun, of fun. Yeah. We've, ta- oh. we've talked, we've talked about my grade point average uh, before <laughs> and it's not good. Uh, it's, no, I mean, it's, you know, wow. it's pretty rewarding. I mean, what else? I don't know. I look at it as something like, what else would I rather do? So people will have toilet paper stock for three years, or they will be selling it on buy sell trade sites right. uh, once it settles. Yeah, there's no doubt. Um, I know, like I, I, you know, you start looking for stuff on the internet. And I'm thinking, huh? Do I just pay the twenty bucks for a big box of Clorox wipe and overpay so I don't have to worry about it, or do I just wait for it to come in? I just wait for it to come certain in. stores. Yeah, certain stores had it. You had to hunt yeah. for it, but. I think we should end on donuts, guys. I think we should end yeah. up on yeah. talking about donuts. Yeah, so so good 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 point. So let's talk. Oh donuts. I don't oh, know. Yeah, I don't I know. Them. I don't I thought this was like a top secret. Like you were like uh like the silent partner. If anybody watches Ozarks, you were like the cartel, like off <laughs> like like funding the place. Uh, <laughs> I never posted anything on Facebook till I became part of O Donut. That's well, all I do. I just post a bunch of donuts. <laughs> Check out check out Dr. Rubino's Facebook page because it all it is it looks like he has a donut problem. Donuts, cinnamon rolls, some sandwiches, a little bit of soup. <laughs> Tell I mean, so what's the deal? So so correct me if I'm wrong now. Isaac, you know them, uh the the, the cookie people, right? The girls who own one hot cookie. Right. Yeah. Uh, Morgan was at YSU with me. Um, she was a couple years younger than me, so right. Yeah. So Morgan Creation and then her mom is uh, Bergen Jordan. Yeah, and then yeah, I think you know you know Okiel Gist? He's like oh, one yeah, of my best yeah. friends. One of my he was my roommate in college at YSU for three years. So he's like my one of my best buddies. So yeah. He's a great guy. I heard he you is. guys have a little nickname for yourselves. A nickname for us? No. What do you mean? Me and Okiel? Yeah. Who yeah. Uh I, he has all kinds of nicknames for everybody. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I was Ebony and Ivory. Ebony and Ivory, right? <laughs> the yin and yang. Hold on, I have a picture on the wall from college. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, know that that the, I love the yin and yang. The yin and yang. <laughs> is that from college? Yeah, we got that in college. It's from O'Keel. So. Well, Isaac, hold it up again. The internet. Isaac, yeah. hold it up again. The internet was going bad. What is it? Oh, it's the yin and the yin yang symbol. Yeah. Yeah. Me and O'Keel. Oh my gosh. Yeah, me and O'Keel. Um, let's see here. Uh, every- I mean, that's to me. That's a. So so are you are you a part owner then, Nino? Or right. So um so. You know, Bergen and Morgan are friends of mine, and uh, mm-hmm. I've always kind of wanted to do something like that. You know, way back in the day, I used to make cakes for my nieces and nephews, so I started looking at, like, bakeries yeah. and just wanted to do something a little different. 
you know, it was always something kind of fun. So we used to go, I used to go to Hilton Head every year and we, we did, went to a donut place there. So I always loved the idea. And then, uh, so I had talked to Bergen a couple of times about maybe doing something and uh, make no mistake, they're the brains behind the business. <laughs> I'm like, uh, so anyway, they, probably about a, the summer before we opened, um, did like a pop-up shops at their cookie place at, at one hot cookie and they went pretty well. So then, uh, Bergen and I had, she had approached me and we had talked and decided it'd be something pretty cool to do. Um, and they, you know, one hot cookies great. And they, you know, have a good plan down and know what they're doing. And they came up with a business plan for this and we sat down and decided let's give it a try. So it's great. It's fun. I love it. They're great. Can, I, can, I, can, can I tell you something honest? I've never gone there yet. Oh, me neither, honestly. Me neither. I never. All right, you guys are both going to message me your addresses, and then uh, I'm going to send you some this weekend. Well, the biggest we want- fan of cookie, so I'm sure it's good. But oh yeah, their cinnamon yeah. Roll, the cinnamon rolls are. I love the donuts. Don't get me wrong, but the cinnamon rolls are killer. Too. Well, let's get the two yeah. girls on this. Let's get the the, the uh, other owners on here, and I will. I tried. I tried. I'll eat we donuts the them. entire time we're we're doing this interview. I will eat every donut <laughs> they have while we're do, while we're interviewing them. No, they're great. They have great, I mean, you know, they come up with the ideas with the donut flavors, and you know, we we talk all the time and come up with a bunch of ideas, and they hear me out. Even though, like I said, they're definitely the brains of the, of the business, but uh, it's it's fun. You know, we do breakfast sandwiches, or we try to use high quality stuff. You know, everything's pr- pretty good. In my, I mean, I've obviously I'm maybe I'm a little skewed, but the breakfast sandwiches are great. We use good good local oh, stuff. So it's not just donuts, then it's also breakfast sandwiches and everything right. else. Huh. So we have breakfast sandwiches. Um, we do donuts. We do lunch. Yeah, we do lunch. So we do. I gotta swing yeah. over there sometime. Yeah, are you open? Get bored. Are you lunch. open again? Like for for sit down or what? Soon? What's what's the deal? We're gonna open um, donut day, which is I think the fifth, June fifth. So we'll probably open just for weekends initially. We'll still do delivery. So right now we do delivery of donuts. We do these donut kits that they came up with this idea, which was great. Where yeah, send uh, donuts that are just you know cooked, not quite finished. That's what I think. Um, Memorial Day donut kits. Yeah, we do. There's uh, odonutcompany.com. Red white. You know what? I I did lie. Shelby and I this year on Easter, instead of decorating eggs, we had them deliver donuts to our house, and then we decorated them together. So I did. It was good. It was awesome. It was great. Yeah. Yeah, So you know, you order a donut kit, so it's donuts that are just cooked and are not topped, and then Mm -hmm. they come with a bag of icing and a bunch of toppings and try to make it fun. Yeah. Give them something to do. I guess I have had them. Luke, we've had donuts from there. I brought them home. <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb, Nino, and just say I ate them so fast I didn't even look. Like, I didn't right. even look at the box. My mom makes her wedding soup, so we have some homemade wedding soup there. We usually yeah. have another another uh, soup with it. We do we do several sandwiches. But it's all That's good awesome. stuff. Yeah, you have to check it out. Uh, where uh, Tracy O'Kane, where is it? Um, so... Do you know where the Blue Wolf is? So the Blue Wolf and, and off 224 going yep. towards Tippecanoe. There's that plaza with the Blue Wolf on the same side, the plaza next to it. It's right next to One Hot Cookie. Actually, the space was a little large for us, so we have a there's a local home goods store called Spruce. You ever hear of Spruce? What is it? Spruce. It's a local oh. home goods store. So <laughs> when you go in, it's one big area. We have our cutout on the right where we have some seating. Um, <laughs> we have a bar to sit at, and then there's the donut uh, counter. And then the rest of the store is actually the home goods store. It's one big area. So you go in, you can do some home goods shopping. Um, and donut shops all in one place. Kind of a neat, neat concept. 
Well, check it out, nice. Tracy. That sounds delicious. Uh, JC said the boys would love them. Trace, uh, JC, I think the boys have already had them. Uh, oh, God, here he is again. Fred Schuster, Luke doesn't eat donuts. Thanks, Pop. Screw <laughs> that. Hey, but right uh, now, we'll get right to your house. That's the best part. <laughs> I mean, I want someone to feed me the donuts. Nobody has that. to know, Luke. They'll deliver. Nobody has to know. Oh, you got it. Hey, it's contactless. You go on, you put it in your credit card. Tomato basil. Tomato basil soup is great from Adrian Catherine. Oh, great. Thank you. Uh, uh, can Maggie Ramsbottom Schuster be the guest commentator for every show? Because I love her calling it. Luke, I don't know. The comments. Thank you, honey. Um, oh, wait, wait till Father's Day, Nina, when we have our dad on. Nice. I'm looking for it. I'm going to watch. I'm going to compliment you. Oh, it's going to be a <laughs> shit show. Um <laughs> Is it is it safe to travel out of Ohio to another state to go on vacation? Wow, that's a good. My question. opinion good is, question. I would not fly. Not fly. If you want to drive? I'm okay with that. And you might want to just look up and see what the cases are doing wherever you're going, just to see how cautious you have to be once you get there. But I I would not fly right now. That's my opinion. I it's is it because it's just a cesspool of people with the same air and stuff? Or yeah, well, I, and I think you know. Are they really going to distance? You see these people that go on these flights are like, oh, I thought it was going to be distance. They got rid of the middle fl- the middle row. Yeah. And you take a picture and everyone's sitting there like looking at each other with these masks on. You know, yeah. I, I, just think, I just think it's going to be tough. There was, I can't remember what show it was. There was a, there was a doctor that had a goggles on. He had a, he had a N95 mask, went on a flight and then got, got the COVID, got the coronavirus wow. three or four days after. So I just think, you know, I don't know. I wouldn't fly. Uh, let's see here. We got. Uh, I spend my day calling him out. <laughs> yeah, she is literally one of the only people that call me out on my crap, and, and I just like sit there like, oh, okay, yeah, this she's is right. The first time it's ever been broadcasted, though. That's why it's so popular, right? Yeah, she 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 definitely does. Um, Jim says, "Bummer, we want to go to Houston to see Sarah." And uh, those uh, those flights are cheap too. That's the thing. They're real cheap right now. I, I, I'm just being honest. I'd be apprehensive. Yeah. I think if you can't fly, I would wait till the numbers are down. You know, I really think if you look at the projections now, when's that going to be? I'm hoping this, I think this will probably go through June, maybe go through um, part of July. I'm hoping by August we have a lot less cases. I just, I like, I, I, this is totally selfish of me. I just don't want football to be ruined because that's like my favorite time of the year. I don't know how. I mean, you go to Browns games, right? I go to a bunch yeah. of games. You I go to Steelers. I don't yeah. know how they're going to do it. I mean, are you going to go if you got to be like six feet away and be like, oh, <laughs> well, <what?"> Nino, <laughs> I know you're a Steelers fan, but at the Browns games, that's normally not that hard. I tell you, I went to a Browns game last year. I went to the Steelers Browns Thursday night game. I don't know yep. what I was thinking. My brother calls me. So my niece and her and her best friend are huge Steeler fans. So they want to go, but it has to be Thursday night. I'm like, I already have tickets to the game in Pittsburgh. Let's go to the game in Pittsburgh. No, they want to go Thursday night. It's all right. If you don't want to go, I'll just go with them. And I'm thinking, he's going to get killed. I'm going to have to go out there with him. <laughs> <laughs> like Wednesday night at midnight. He's like, all right, I landed some club seats very cheap. Because oh. when we get to theater games, you get in a club section, they're expensive, you know? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I'm like, that's kind of a deal. Okay, let's go. So – I mean, immediately. I mean, we're, we're walking in. There's a big crowd getting in. My niece oh, and her man. friend are, are 12 at the time, and they're just getting heckled. Oh, <laughs> no. Hey, from a guy in a Joe Jurevicius jersey. Oh, jeez. Give me a break. 
when you get a new jersey, then you could rag on some 12 year olds. You know, yeah. so, uh, uh, so then we went in, and of course, they're down four. Steelers are down 14 nothing in no time, and yeah. I just start getting heckled. I mean, I'm getting heckled. It is <laughs> out of control. I'm thinking, I'm, I'm like eight minutes in, and I looked at my brother. I was like, I regret this decision immediately. <laughs> <laughs> what in the world were we thinking? Um, Isaac, you, Isaac, tell tell Dr. Rubino what you did with the Browns jersey. Did you, what did I do? you went to the Steelers game? I went to a Steelers game when I was younger wearing a Browns jersey. It wasn't that – they weren't that bad, though. I, I feel like Cleveland's meaner, but the yeah. Steelers were not mean to me. I think – I don't remember. The Browns might have won, but I don't know. I think – I, I uh, well, yeah, but, man, you go to that, – that's a hostile – whenever I bring my boys to the football games at the Browns stadium, I'm like, look, whatever the people say, whatever you hear – do not yeah. say the bad words in front of your mom. I mean, that's it. And it's like, it's because, you know, those guys are freaking. Yeah. Back in the day, it was bad in Pittsburgh. It's changed. Like, so I remember the year yeah. that, that, the, the year that um, I think uh, the Browns got that big lead on the Steelers, went to the playoffs, got yeah. a big lead. They came back. Chris Fumatu followed, scores touchdown at the end. They end up winning. Yeah. They played like on a Monday night that year. So me and my buddies go. We tailgate all day. It's late. And, and it was like the middle of winter. So they had like these big five gallon drums, like just burning. This is at Three River Stadium. This, or maybe it was before the Fumatu Fala, because I think that was at the new stadium. But regardless, we're at Three Rivers. It's going crazy. They have these big five gallon drums firing. People are staying warm. They're drinking. This van comes from Cleveland. They have the stuffed dog, the biggest stuffed animal I've ever seen in my life. Right, so they're driving through, honking the horn, scre- honking the horn, screaming out the windows, and then all of a sudden, like it just took one drunk guy. He got like this piece of wood, started hitting the side of the of the five gallon drum, and was oh, like, geez. "Burn the dog, burn the dog." Next thing you know, there's hundreds of people chanting, "Burn the dog!" Shooking oh. <laughs> back and forth, they cut the dog down. This thing is the whole size of the van. They dip it in the five gallon bucket. That thing went up like a like a <laughs> gallon of gasoline. <laughs> so, so back in the day, it was just as bad. Now I don't know. If people yeah, are yeah. Um, let's see here. We, we're going, man. We're going on an hour and a half right now, guys. So um, let's let's you want to wrap this up? What do you think? Um, yeah, we can. Nina, you know, this has been a this has been an awesome. Ah, this is the best yeah. one yet. We man. really appreciate you. Um, no, thanks. For where me. where can where can people find you? Where can they find you? You're on social media? Are you on Facebook and Instagram? Can they follow you there? I am. I don't do a lot of doctoring on social media. <laughs> yeah. But but I'm on there. Yeah, I'm on, I'm on Facebook. I'm on uh, – I don't do a lot on Instagram, but I'm on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. And uh, cool. and you also got the O-Donuts. I do a lot of the adver- – I you know share all that stuff on there. But, yeah, no, I'm, yeah. On, I'm on social media. Yeah. Well, talk, talk to the owners. We want to get them on here. We invited them, but, we you know – all of a sudden, you know, we're gonna we're going big time here, Nino. You know, because let me tell you what, we got <laughs> Doctor Rubino was on here today, and look, we had like we had like seventy people at at, at one time. Mm-hmm. On Tuesday, and I'm super excited about this. On Tuesday next week, we have Eric Wilhelm, meteorologist Eric nice. Wilhelm from WFMJ, chief mm-hmm. meteorologist. Um, on Thursday, we have Destiny Ketchum. Uh, she's from Fine Two Fitness. She's actually my workout instructor. <laughs> no, I'm gonna definitely have to watch that one. You <laughs> might have to tune in for that one because uh, we're going to talk about how COVID affects I'll them. I'll ship you some and... donuts right before. 
Maybe I should be eating donuts while we're while we're doing the interview. Just start chomping on one, right? Every every couple. Yeah, it's gonna be bad. Um, we have the following: we have Eric Ungaro, who uh, is the son of Mayor Pat Ungaro, right. and he's also the trustee of Poland. Right. Um, and then we also have uh, Mayor Timothy Sikafus, who is the mayor of Poland. Wow. Uh, who Isaac is going to be asking questions about truck cop most of the time uh, because <laughs> Isaac has a thing for truck cop. That's um, a nice truck, though. It's a nice truck. It is a beautiful it's a nice truck. truck. I yeah. actually didn't know what a cop at first. I was like, we wow. have Dennis Giraldi yeah. from DIYO. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, Dennis, we have um, who else do we have, Isaac? We have Eric and Garo. We have the Dennis Giraldi. Bridge Lady. Bridge Lady. Oh, we got oh, the Bridge Lady. Yes. Yep. You're gonna have to do that one outdoors. Are we should dance. I want I wanna do a live video of us dancing with her. I wanna do that. We have Bridge Lady, we have the Kamara. Um, I saw her in the parking lot of Marks. Dancing. Dancing? I saw that too, yeah. Yeah. yeah just, that's her way of exercise. I'm sure mm-hmm. that'll be uh, we have you know the Kamara's jewelries. Uh, um Brianna right. and Robbie are coming on, and right. then we have uh the dancing lady. So, so that's All our right. schedule right now. We got room. We're booked for a month. We've had awesome turnout. Um, let's see here. Isaac, what else? You want to give us our uh, our uh, our pitch for mortgages, Isaac? Yeah, just everyone think of us. Um, Luke, run our NMLS numbers across the bottom, please. Oh, yeah. so. we, you know, we have to do this because we'll nobody likes us, and we'll get sued if we don't do this. Um, no, I think that's please, great. If you, like, if you like the video, please hit the like button on there. Give us a heart. Give us a thumbs up. Give us something. Um, follow us on Facebook, YouTube, um, Instagram, please, uh, get the word out, share this video if you can to help us out. Um, and think of us if you need financing, buying a home, need to refinance, think of us, please, please, please. I I remember when I, when I refinanced with Luke, I was on vacation at Hilton Head. You were, you were. He's like, don't worry about it. He asked me like three questions. Yep. He sent me a he sent a piece of paper to my house to sign and it was done. Done. Super super easy. Yeah, yeah, that was like confident. ten years ago. You know, it's even easier now, man. It's really easy now. Yeah, that yeah. I'm sure I could do documents online. Uh, yeah. Oh, simple, simple, simple. Wait, when is Tim Ryan coming on? Robbie, I need oh, you to get man, Tim Ryan. We have to make that happen. <laughs> Tim Ryan doesn't want to face me. I'm telling you. You know what'll he happen? Doesn't... Did you see that picture of him on uh, on the news, like screaming down in front? Yeah. That would be that would be exactly what would happen. It'd be if, great if Tim Ryan came on here. He would take his microphone off and throw it down and walk off. Because I did. Uh, I did. I emailed him. He didn't respond. No. No. Nope. Tim Ryan's wife and I went to high school together. I'll try to. He's <laughs> No, we did go to high school together. I really don't think I could get him on the show. I no, him. I don't think so either. That but would be that would be career suicide. You would beat seventy. Somebody, <laughs> would that would be the best show ever. Oh, you'd have It'd everybody. Like a town hall. You should disguise it as a town hall. I would be so scared. Like for you, the, you talking to him, Luke. I would be. So, I wouldn't even know. What to do. I would just sit here and like kind of like sit in my corner. <laughs> you know, he has to know you. He's got to be. He's got to be doing his speed thing, and there's that damn guy again. Uh, uh, it's got to be Bridgley. Yes, Robbie's excited. Uh, oh, yeah. Dr. Nino, this is from my wife. We're very thankful oh, for all you do for us. Thankful. Absolutely. Uh, she was terrified when I had when I asked Nino <laughs> to come on here. I mean, <laughs> terrified. 
Um, Tracy, this is great. Thanks, Luke and Isaac. You're welcome, Tracy. Like us, follow us. Thanks, Tracy. Uh, has Tim Ryan ever responded in any capacity, like besides restraining orders? He has not responded. Yeah, I, I think one time he did. But I, it was probably a helper. It wasn't him. So what you um, should do is like shark him. You should be nice to him for a while. Yeah, I, yeah, and, then, and, then, and yeah, just like get him with like hard questions. Toss the line out there. Bombard them with questions. <laughs> I'm such a big fan, Mr. Ryan. Please come yeah, on our podcast. Bring it out. Bring out the bad side. Oh, that is too funny. Um, you know let's what, see, you, right? you should get the person running against them on here. We, I invited him. If anybody knows her, yeah, yeah. if anybody knows that lady, I, what's her name? Uh, I don't remember. That's not I don't good. know. That might get him on. I, I was trying to invite her, uh, but you know we're, we're we're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting mayor. I'm going to give you some ideas. You should invite her, uh-huh. and then make it a, a town hall debate on Facebook, oh. MLO brother style. Oh, could you I imagine how many people we'd have? That'd be sweet. Um, if anybody else, any of the 27 people, so if you have anybody you'd like to suggest uh, us interview, uh, let us know. We're looking for politicians for biz- local business. Yeah. Um, we're looking for local celebrities. Um, we'll, we'll, if you know any bigger celebrities, like, I don't know, JLo or whoever else, I'll definitely have, have them on. Um, but yeah, um, I mean, that's about it. Uh, Nino, again, thank you so much. I mean, Absolutely. that was awesome. Thank you, awesome thank you so much. Um, Isaac, anything else? <laughs> Becca just commented truck cop. Just truck cop. <laughs> There's no way you'd ever get those guys on here. I want him on here so bad. So, so bad. But he would never do it. Is it always the same cop? Yeah, yeah that's that's yeah, one. I thought it was. It's the same guy in that truck every time. I would Jim Jim Trestle. I would love to have Mr. Trestle on, Coach Trestle on. Um, I think we can... I, we need a connection, but I bet he would if we got to get a connection. So if anybody knows Coach Trestle, I mean, let that us would know. be so awesome. That'd be great. So, all right, Dr. Nino Rubino, you got to get up and go to work tomorrow, right? Or are you off on Friday? Thank you so much, sir. Yeah, Appreciate it. All right, Nino, again, yeah. thank you. Oh, thank uh, you. Guys for having me. It's great. Hey, Isaac, I'm going to play our video on the way out. Okay, sure. Go ahead, buddy. Go ahead. Hey, everyone. It's Luke from MLO Brothers. Make sure to like our Facebook page and also remember to follow it so you don't miss any of the most uninteresting content on all of the Internet every Tuesday and Thursday night at 830. Nino, I made that myself. That was great. (laughs) great. You got to get that Step Brothers picture on there. I know. Oh, you're gonna see you're gonna see that Step Brothers picture really soon, Nino. It's coming. It's we're, we're, coming. Did you take that knowing you were gonna need it as your No. 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 That was like five years ago. That was, was us being stupid. Yeah, yeah, that was us being look, like you can five tell, years ago. I look I look shockingly the same except for the gray. <laughs> and Isaac just looks older now if you look at the pictures of us. Yeah. Um so, yeah, but that's coming. So, all right. Again, let's end this up. Nino, thank you. That was Absolutely. awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Everybody, thank you. That was cool. We are done. Peace out.